Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Mule train. Flopping over hill and plain Seems as how they never stop Clippity clop, clippity clop Clippity clippity, clippity 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 clippity, clippity clopping along There's a plug, a chart, a backy for a rancher in Corona A gift jar for a cowboy way out in Arizona A dress of calico for a pretty Navajo And get along Clopping on the mountain chain Seems they never reach the top Clippity clop, clippity clop Clippity clippity, clippity 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 clippity, clippity clopping along There's some cotton thread needle For the folks away out yonder A shovel for a miner Who left his home to wander Some rheumatism pills For the settlers in the hills Get along I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Miss Bobby Jean Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. I'm still tapping my toes. What a great way to start off the show with Mule Train. So fun. (laughs) Uh, That's a great song. That is a great song. We have uh, some nice weather right now. I've I've kind of been enjoying about three weeks out in Utah, and it has been sunny and warm days, but kind of chilly nights. So how's your Albuquerque weather? 
Welcome to the Southwest. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that pretty much describes it. Yep. <laughs> pretty much describes it. And back home in Tennessee, we've had a lot of flooding. So I know that there are a lot of challenges going on right now in the weather around the country. We've got the fires out in California and out on the West Coast. We've got uh, hurricanes that are hitting Florida and Alabama, causing all kinds of problems. But uh, pretty nice weather out in the southwest, so I guess we can't complain, can we? No, and we have so many birds in our backyard. There are days I just don't want to leave the patio. It's just so fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, we have a fun, fun show today, so tell us who our special guest is for the Campfire Cafe. Well, he is sitting here right next to me, a neighbor from Albuquerque. we got Jim Jones that will be joining us shortly. We're so excited to have him with us. All right. So we're excited to talk with Jim. He's a member of the Cowboy Way Trio, and they have a brand new CD called Doing What We Do. So we're going to be sharing music from that, talking with Jim, finding out what he's doing through this COVID-19 thing. And in the second hour of the show on Saddle Up America, we're going to be talking with Christy Landwehr, who is the Chief Executive Officer with the Certified Horsemanship Association. So stay with us for two great hours on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. But right now, let's listen to a brand new song from Doing What We Do. It's called We Are Cowboys. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Jim Jones on the campfire today. Just doing what we do 
you know, one of the cool things for me about my, my Facebook Live, and I know Doug experiences this too as well, you know, I, every time I play, I have people all over the country listening, and I have people like there's a guy in Ireland, a friend of mine right. now, uh, who, who's 80 years old, who stays up. He's up at 2 in the morning listening to my Facebook Live. <laughs> I'm up at 2 in the morning too, but for different reasons usually. Yeah, but, uh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, And so you you reach people that you wouldn't necessarily reach otherwise, and I like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna be interested in watching how music changes and the way it's delivered. Um and we may even talk about this a little bit longer a little bit later since you've got this brand new C D out. But uh I think the way that uh music is delivered to the audience is gonna be continuing to change too. So and I don't think we've talked about that with anybody before, Bobby. But it's it's pretty interesting concept. Um, well, one thing I, I just I remember I wanted to add to this is is I was one I was the second person you had on your living room sessions, which is a mm-hmm. different way of presenting music. Uh, we just tuned in just last weekend, uh, tuned into my friend R. W. Hampton and his living room session, and of course R. W. starts off in typical R. W. fashion, saying, uh, <laughs> "I left my notes. What's the next song?" <laughs> so that, welcome to my world when I play with R. W. It's kind of like that. So what are we doing? Yeah. What Jesus is? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's pretty cool though because we started the living room sessions. Um, I guess what April something like that. Something like and that. And yeah. yeah, I had no idea how it was going to go. It was a brand new type show. Is brand new day, and uh, and the very first show that we did, we had over three hundred thousand people that listened to it, and it was like, wow, that's pretty pretty amazing but it's a great way to reach a an audience that maybe hadn't been reached before with a with a uh, a new type of programming so we're having we're having fun right now we're we're replaying season one and um and shortly we'll be starting back with season two before long. but i sure enjoyed your show when you joined us it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun. Well, let's continue the fun today on the Campfire Cafe, and I want to get to another song from the CD, Doing What We Do. Uh, uh, I don't have the liner notes or anything on this yet because the CD's not even out, is what I understand. But uh, it's, Campfire it's officially Till I out, Die. But, yep. Well, uh, t- tell us, Jim, you want to tell us a little out. bit about Cowboy? Yeah, the next song we're going to do is a Cowboy Till I Die. You want to give us a little backstory? On uh, this song? Yeah, or? yeah. Yeah. Well, it, this is the, actually between the first song and this song, one of the things that's been interesting about the experience is this song, A Cowboy Till I Die, is one that Doug wrote, and as is uh, We're All Cowboys. We had performed this next song live a number of times. The first song... We had never, we've never performed it live, and, uh, and we got it recorded after the COVID-19, and so we've got an album release thing coming up. We're having to rehearse to learn our songs because there's – I counted up on the way over here. There's, there's seven songs on this album of 14 songs that we've never performed together. So oh, God. It's, it's been a challenge, but uh, Doug, Doug just keeps do, doing what he does, and this is a great example uh, of the kind of – songs that Doug and kind of themes that Doug is just such a master at, at presenting. Yeah. Well, this is a great song. You're going to enjoy it. It's from the CD doing what we do. It's called a cowboy till I die. 
And when we come back, we'll be talking more with Jim Jones today on the Campfire Cafe.
a cowboy till I die. A cowboy till I die. Doug Figs, Mariam Funk, Jim Jones, the cowboy way from their new CD, Doing What We Do, and we're chatting here with Jim. Hey, Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about the album uh, itself and maybe how it came to be? Okay, well, I'm glad to do that. Uh, you know, one of the, I was thinking about it uh, while the song was going. Uh, it, we felt it was a real challenge because we had done so well with, with our second album, Go West, which, which wound up having a theme and it, like our entire careers, it wasn't planned at all, but it sort of evolved. And so uh, we we weren't sure exactly what to do with this third album because um, we didn't want to just try to redo the same things. It, and then on the other other extreme, we didn't want to get so far out there that people were going, what, are these, are these guys <laughs> lose their minds or what? So we're trying to find some sort of balance. Um, our formula has generally been over the last several years when we've made these records is is to put together primarily original music but to throw in some familiar uh cover songs so we we kind of knew we were going to do that i think the other thing that we that we we talked a lot about going into this one is is maybe collaborating with some other people so there's a number of co-writes on this with people other than Cowboy Way members. There's a couple of songs that I wrote with Randy Houston. There's a song, I wrote a song with Deanna McCall, a great poet. Uh, Doug wrote a song with Floyd Beard. And and uh, so, you know, we were looking to do a little bit more of that. We were looking to kind of expand stylistically. Once once COVID struck and we were sort of stuck with each other, Maureen and I were in the studio. We were kind of channeling our, our inner queen and, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Poco, so, Poco well, you you know, in that first song, you could hear a lot of uh, the Doobie Brothers on the ending of that. We're all cowboys. It's kind of like that old black water thing. And Mario just yeah. went crazy with that. So <laughs> that's so a lot of it. We were trying to experiment and come up with something that was different without getting too crazy. And um, and it's funny because we didn't pick a title uh, until really right at the end, and we didn't choose a song title. Uh, what we did is we took a long, uh, took a line out of one of Doug's songs, which is doing what we do. We're just doing what we do. And we thought, you know, that really, that's, that's how that's we approach it. I mean, we, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the same thing you hear from other people because it's, it's us doing what we do. So. And uh, Gary, I know you have it. Uh, Jim, uh, Jim handed me the CD as he walked in the door, but uh, the first album was blue cover. The second album had a red cover and I think this has a white cover. It does, yeah. <laughs> red, white, and blue. Yeah, red, white, and blue. Pretty cool. So the next song that the next song that you have queued up, I think, is Route 66. And I know this has a great backstory. You want to share a little bit about this one, Jim, and then we'll play it. Well, yeah, because I had, been, as I mentioned, I mean, we had talked about collaborating, and uh, and we and I also mentioned that we like to throw in some covers. Well, we for years we've done a our version of the, the old classic Route 66. And it's always, you know, in our live shows, people always enjoy that. It's a lot of fun to play. So then we thought, well, let's see, how could we do this and who could we rope in? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, uh, we reached out to uh, multiple entertainer of the year winner, Kristen Harris, uh, instrumentalist of the year winner last year and you know fabulous vocalist in her own right Haley Sandoz and said why don't you join us on this 
song, Route 66, and then we came up with a, a new and different version. Um, and and so it it just and and we did it remotely because Kristen and uh, and Haley recorded all their their tracks in Texas. And uh, I will say that Haley did. We originally set this up so Haley could take a, a fiddle break and Mariam could take the other part of the instrumental. And Mariam heard Haley's fiddle and said, "I'm not pl- I'm not playing on this record." <laughs> <laughs> she just knocked it out of the park. They they were so great. It's uh, I just love those young ladies. They're just immensely talented. Well, it's a great song. It is a great version. And let's take a listen to Route 66 by the Cowboy Way with Kristen Harris and Haley Sandoz. We'll be back in just a moment. Well, did you ever plan to motor west? Take my the highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66. Well, it winds from Chicago to L.A. More than 2,000 miles. St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri. Oklahoma City is mighty pretty. You can see Amarillo. Oh, Gallup, New Mexico. Flagstaff, Arizona. Don't forget one on us. Kingman, Barstow, San Bernardino. Won't you get hit?
Compton, Missouri, Oklahoma City looks so, so pretty. You see, I'm a below. Gallup, New Mexico. Last of Arizona, don't forget Winona. King, Mun, Barstow, San Bernardino. Won't you get hip to this? familiar with cowboy music that may not be what you expected uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know we've got a worldwide audience out there Jim and we've talked a little bit about you but uh, tell us a little bit about the other two guys that make up the cowboy way trio oh they're not very interesting <laughs> they're pretty dull yeah <laughs> no uh, well so Doug is uh is the the most genuine cowboy amongst us. I mean, he's, he grew up working as a cowboy. He's also a certified journeyman farrier, which means he's a, he, he shoes horses and uh, still does that. Uh, And, and it's, it's interesting to me because his background is most definitely cowboy. Uh, His musical background, I mean, he listened like to the Marshall Tucker band and some of the other Southern rock groups. And, and I hear his, that influence in his music a lot when we, when we do his songs. Uh, so, he, like I said, he's probably the most genuine amongst us. Mariam is from Germany and yeah. uh, came over to, to the United States in the 90s, early 90s, uh, has, has a long career, had a career in music, the music industry in Germany before he came over here. He had a, a new age music label in Santa Fe for years. Uh, he also came over because he wanted to be a cowboy. And uh, he's he's worked on ranches and and uh, had a lot of experience with that. He's probably one of the most talented uh, arrangers, producers, engineers, one of the most talented and creative folks I've ever been around. I mean, he is amazing. Not to mention an amazing musician in terms of being able to play multiple instruments incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, he's also he's if if you first meet him, you think he's just kind of this this dour German guy. <laughs> He is crazy. I mean, he, he does some of the silliest things you could ever imagine, and nobody get, nobody knows it but me and Doug. I mean, we we get to see it, but uh. Uh, that's great. That's great. So, how did you guys meet? How did you guys meet? Three different guys from three well, different places. Yeah, and uh, it's an interesting story, I guess. Uh, I met Doug uh, at a cowboy gathering, the Cochise Cowboy Poetry Music Gathering in Sierra Vista, Arizona, years ago probably maybe 2011 or 12. And he was there. I was hosting one of their open sessions and he was one of the people that performed on that open mic thing. And, and as the, as the person hosting it, I had to fill out forms evaluating each performer. And I, I wrote on the form. I remember I said to the, to the people that ran the the gathering, I said, you guys need to hire this guy. He's really good. And (laughs) so we got to be, we got to be friends 
Um, and at some point, I was looking for other places to play, and he invited me to come down to Socorro, which is close to where he lives, uh, just south of Albuquerque, and perform at this this uh, restaurant where he was playing. And he was playing with this guy named Mariam, and I didn't I didn't know what a Mariam was, but <laughs> turned out <laughs> Mariam was was his music teacher. He he taught Doug uh, guitar and also really? gave him vocal and songwriting lessons. And um, so we get, I get down there, and Mariam didn't know I was coming. And like I said, I got to, he, he was not happy I was there. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm on stage with him. We start doing songs, uh, you know, like some Ian Tyson songs, and and we just fell into our harmonies. Uh, and he started smiling just the tiniest little bit. And uh, we started, we started doing some shows together. And uh, and over time, it just, it was clicking so well. It's amazing how you know there you can work with other people who are very talented, but somehow you just don't mesh for whatever right. reason. But but the three of us musically have always really just think you know we sort of instinctively know what what we need to do, what the other person's going to do. And uh, so it's been a whole lot of fun. It really has. That's great. How many years now? Shoot. I don't know. It's got to be <laughs> seven or eight that we've been, that we've been working at this, I think. Wow. wow. <laughs> and and that, well. again, it started out kind of catch as catch can. And then it, it, it got more and more consistently where we were playing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just gets Better and better and better all the time. So that's <laughs> pretty cool deal. Pretty cool deal. Well, let's get to another song from the CD, Doing What We Do. It's one called El Caballo, El Caballo del Fuego. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, Got it right. me. Second but uh, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> second time. So let's take a listen to that. We'll be back in just a moment with more with Mr. Jim Jones. Fuego. His name 
Jim, did I say that okay? Perfect. Ah. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. <laughs> so um, you are doing some live performing. I know uh, we, are, my Jim and I are so looking forward to actually stepping out from our little ranch house here and uh, seeing you live uh, tomorrow night. Why don't you tell us about that and then maybe about the um, CD release party you have planned coming up. Okay. Uh, so... There's, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in keeping with the guidelines that we have in our state, New Mexico, uh, patios are, are open, have been for a while, and for restaurants and for breweries and things like that. And there's a lovely little, there is, it's actually a building that's over 300 years old in the little village of Corrales, which is part of Albuquerque, I guess, in the northwest part. Uh, they, Corrales. They've been, yeah, oh, and they, they've been having live music there now for several months since, since that opened up. And so I've been performing there and it occurred to me that I could start bringing in some of the people that I had scheduled for my Western's best at the best Western series that I had to cancel uh, earlier in the year. I had Randy Houston a few weeks ago and this Friday night, tomorrow night, I've got two of the best up and coming performers in Western music, uh, Casey and Jenna Thunborg who are the 2017 to 2019 Youth Harmony Competition winners and 2018-2019 finalists for the Liz Masterson Crescendo Award. They are 15 years old. They are so talented, uh, really cute. Uh, they also pick on me kind of unmercifully. It's, just, uh, it's kind of sad to see it. But, uh, but anyway, they're joining me. We've been practicing now for about six weeks on a, on a show. We're going to put on... Each of us will do a separate set, but then we're going to do a bunch of stuff together and, and really excited about it. Uh, so that's that's going on. Uh, and at the same location in two weeks from Sunday, October 4th, the Cowboy Way is going to have a CD release celebration. And uh, just between now and then, we got to finish learning our songs <laughs> so we can perform them for people. <laughs> nice to have new challenges, you know. <laughs> Always, always, yeah, always. Yep. So will that be at the same location? 
Yes, it will in Corrales. Casa Vieja, uh-huh. Event Sitter and Brewery. All so right. the next song, I think, I think Gary, you have uh, on the playlist, I see Rose of Cimarron is mm-hmm. up next. You want to tell us about that one? Well, I do. Uh, you know, as I'd mentioned, we always try to include a few cover songs uh, on our albums. And this is a song, this, this goes back to the late 60s. It was a rock group, Poco, which is part of the whole Buffalo Springfield uh, origins and uh, some of those great rock groups. But this song is, was written by one of the founding members of Poco, Rusty Young. He actually wrote it to be in a soundtrack for a movie that never got made. And I've loved this song since that time, and I've always wanted to record it. So I, I convinced Doug and Mariam to, that we would come up with our own kind of westernized version of what is a western song. But, uh, but it's a classic rock song. So this is our spin on, uh, on that song. Rosa Cimarron, The Cowboy Way.
documentary coming the documentary is in the hands of randy houston at this point uh he is oh, our Lord. editor oh. yeah, well, <laughs> and uh you know the good news is is i think he has a pretty good idea of what he what he's doing what he needs to do the bad news is that he's a rancher trying to survive and so finding the time to, to finish the project has been a real challenge because he's faced with a great a much bigger challenge which is to stay in the cattle business uh, yeah so he's, he's working on it and uh i haven't heard from him in a while because i think he's hiding out but uh it, we'll get it <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a lot of things it, you know it sort of got pushed off into the the future uh because of all this so it's yeah. coming though yeah well we look forward to seeing the documentary you guys were, were scotland Scotland, yeah. Performing over there, you know that was that was when people could travel between countries, you know, back in right. back in the day, back in the day. Life, well, this, yeah. yeah. So this is a great CD. It's called "Doing What We Do." We've got a song we want to get to real quickly. We're starting to run out of time, but this is another song that's called "That Night in September." Tell us about this one if you can. Well, just quickly, I mean, this is another Doug Figg staple. I mean, he writes these beautiful waltz love songs. Uh, I know they're all about his wife, Kathy. At least that's the story that, that we tell, and so yeah, we'll stick yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's listen to this song from the Cowboy Way. It's called That Night in September. We're going to come back and talk more with Jim Jones in just a minute and find out how you can get your copy of the new Doing What We Do CD when we return on the Campfire Cafe. Riding out in the first light of morning On a cold December day I wish I could hurry the dawn in Feel the warmth of the sun on my face Thinking back on that night in the moonlight It all seems right to me when we held each other so tight But it's only a sweet memory She was 
was a lady so proper and fine I was a cowboy, that's all We danced together in three-quarter time As summer gave way to the fall Well, there's times in my life I'd sure like to forget But I'll always remember That night in September I never stayed in one place very long Yes, I've always been that way But when we danced to that very first song I'd almost decided to stay I lived my life as a cowboy Guess I will till I die But I'd sure like the chance To have just one more day And look into those baby blue eyes She was a lady so proper and I was a cowboy, that's all We danced together in three-quarter time As summer gave way to the fall But there's times in my life I'd sure like to forget But I'll always remember That night in September Yes, there's times in my life I'd sure like to forget But I'll always remember That night in September 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 by the Uber Doug Figs Did I get that right, Jim? Sure, that's, that sounds good <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh. Well, it's a great song, great CD. The whole album is fantastic, so everyone out there is going to want to order this album. So tell us how we can do that. I'll be happy to. Uh, so right now, you can go to Cowboy Way Music, all one, all together, cowboywaymusic.com, which is our website. And if you go to the store, it's available. Uh, you can order the album. You can also go to Apple Music, uh, and, and you can download the album if you'd like. Uh, it'll be available on my website, jimjoneswestern.com, probably by next week. I've got to send some stuff to my webmaster to get that set up. Uh, but currently at Cowboy, cowboywaymusic.com, uh, it is absolutely available. All right. So it's going to be great. And, and I'm sure that the other albums are available there as well. Yes, they are. 
All right. So you're gonna yeah, want you, all. You want all. Them. You want. Yeah, you want all three. You want yeah. red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, red, and be, white. <laughs> be, be be a little patriotic there, but get all three. They're all all of them. Are so you guys will enjoy every one of those albums. Uh, and I would suggest you do that instead of going and getting a download because you might even find that they might autograph something and send it your way. So that'd be pretty cool you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, Doug, I know that with COVID, we've got uh, a lot of things that have been canceled. Do you have anything that's set up for this fall or maybe starting out in 2021? You know, everything is just up in the air right now. We've had uh, bunches of stuff canceled. Um, We're supposed to be at Winfield, Kansas for the Walnut Valley Festival this weekend, and that's going to be on virtually the Walnut Valley Festival website, and we'll we'll have our set on there. But uh, it's it's all just up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just pretty amazing. Of course, the National Finals Rodeo has been moved from Las Vegas to uh, Texas. This this fall. I heard that, yeah. 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 So I mean, everything is changing. You've just got to really try to keep up with all the changes that are taking place. And uh, of course, the place that you've always enjoyed playing has been Elko, and they're not doing their deal until 2022 now. So, yeah, it's crazy. This, this COVID has just really, really messed things up. But um, again, you want the CD. It is great. You will enjoy every song on there. I got to ask you, there's a, there's a song on there. I think it's called Shiro's Song. Yes. <laughs> so tell about that. Shiro may be listening today, but tell us about that song. Yes, he will be. <laughs> Shiro's, Shiro's our friend in Japan. Uh, the, the funniest thing, I mean, Shiro's just a great guy, and he's a, a great fan and everything. Uh, Doug has this this quirk. There's this thing about like time zones. He doesn't understand them. And it, he doesn't know where <laughs> the, the hour goes as you go each direction. And he has this theory, which is is truly unscientifically supported, that if you just keep traveling west, you'll just get younger. And uh, <laughs> but and so he, he communicates with Shiro on a regular basis, and Shiro had told him it's tomorrow in Japan. And so <laughs> that's that's where that comes from. Uh, you know, we told Doug he could take some medication that might help him with these kind of crazy <laughs> ideas, but he refuses. And if Shiro is listening, either live or podcast, Shiro, we all love you. We can't believe how you follow everybody in Western music. You must never go to bed. You're amazing, Shiro. <laughs> we love you. And um, and we well we we just love you, Shiro. <laughs> Well, it's great. So anyway, the city is great. And uh, give us the website one more time. Uh, www.cowboywaymusic.com. Cowboywaymusic.com. And uh, Jim Jones, always so much fun to have you on the show. Always a pleasure. Got to have you back, my friend. We're going to close out this segment with another great song from the CD, Doing What We Do. It's called Don't Say to the cowboy and uh, Jim thanks so much for being with us my pleasure storm rolled in from the western sky two thousand head of steers took flight Good night, baby. 
they would Though some might die Don't say goodbye To the cowboy way Tradition lives And it's here to stay One hundred years ago and strong today So don't say goodbye To the cowboy way
The shoers wanting cash now and grass is getting thin. But the pasture's starting back now from that rain. Payments aren't too bad on my fancy two-horse plant. Sure it's dandy hauling to the trail. I'm living in a single wire to afford the things I can. Just found another vet bill in the mail. I'm pulling on to the end of my road. As long as I've got horses, I've got horses. I've got one of those hearts that don't beat to a drummer. It just gallops along because I'm a horse lover.
so I'm telling fast. you. I'm telling you, I've gotten older and you haven't aged a bit. So that's. Oh, well, I appreciate I don't know that. Thank you very much. Keep keep that You're, coming. Yes. I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> hey, there have been a lot of changes this past year with this COVID nineteen yes. that's going around. And uh, if I am not mistaken, I saw something about you doing some kind of a virtual conference this year. We are. so, And it's open to anybody, Gary. So it's going to be on October 30th. And if you can't join us that day, you can go ahead and just get the recording and have the link for any old time. But it will be the cheapest way to ever see our conference. Our conference is unusual because we normally put people up on horses. So we didn't want this one just to be a series of PowerPoints. So half of our speakers for the day are actually working on videos right now with their students up on horses to be able to describe different things that they'll be showing, and then the speaker themselves will be online to answer questions while the video is playing and after it's over. So it should be a very interactive Sunday on October 30th for anyone that's listening. All right. A little bit different from things in the past, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yes. It is a whole new learning curve, but, you know, it's it's okay. We were supposed to be at Texas A&M University where people would fly, you know, down south to Houston, and we'll still do that. We're hoping 2021, October, we can do that. Um, that's our hope. But in the meantime, we're going to try this virtual platform out and see how it goes. That's great. But, well, and and unfortunately, a lot of people are having to do that, but I've made the comment earlier today, Bobby, about the Probably we'll see more of that in the future for people. Yes, I yes, think you're I right. Think so. You know, I. Oh, hi, Bobby. How are you? I'm good, Chrissy. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> Sorry to step over you. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, we were just saying that this is probably going to be a thing that people do because, for one reason, people are able to join in uh, from around the world. If can't gather, you know, if they can't make it to a particular location. So, Correct. Yeah. So I, I think there's some good things that are going to come out of all of this. But um, Lord knows we're ready to get back to normal back. again. Christy, yes, I'm on the website lovely. for the yeah. Certified um, Horsemanship Association. I always love to bop around in websites before we have a guest on. And on the page about the conference, which I just posted on my my personal Facebook page. Uh, I see you also have a live auction. You have a new virtual online auction that will help we happen. We do. Everything yeah. is virtual, Do you want to Bobby, tell us so about that? Yeah. I would love to. So we're going to have our annual meeting virtually, first of all, on the evening before for all members to get on, and we're going to have a great keynoter that night. And then the actual um, lot uh, – day of, we'll have our eight speakers throughout the day, and then that evening we're even going to be doing our award ceremony virtual, so that'll be fun. And then throughout the whole thing, we normally, when we get together face-to-face, have a three-day silent auction. Well, now it's going to go on for a couple of weeks. We're going to open it up October 15th until November 2nd, and there is a Google form on the site to fill out to be able to go ahead and donate products or services, and we're going to be able to launch this online silent auction to over 12,500 equine professionals, and then, of course, on our social media pages. So if you donate a product or service, um, you're going to get a lot of exposure. So we're really looking forward to what that is, and that might be something that we keep doing every year. Instead of doing it in person, we might do it virtually. So like you said, some interesting things are going to come out of this and ways we do business we might change, which is okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fascinating to watch all of this, but um, there is there is something that I wanted to ask you about that I think is, I mean, it is so timely right now. With all the wildfires going on out in California and all along the West Coast, with the hurricanes that are taking place in Alabama and Florida and all through the South, uh, you had a you had a discussion about disaster preparation with forces. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? I sure can. And the sad thing about that is that we didn't plan it on purpose to have all these disasters, but boy, has it fed that program. So. We um, have partnered up with Code 3, which is a disaster planning um, partner for the equine industry, who will come in and not just say, hey, put a fire extinguisher up. They'll actually say things like the exit sign needs to be um, illuminated so that when the smoke happens, people can actually see it. And the stall door needs to make sure that it's illuminated when there's smoke so that people can actually see it to let the horse out. I mean, really detailed stuff that you wouldn't really think about. Yeah. And so Jim Bowler is going to join us on um, September 30th, which is going to be when the live webinar is taking place. And anyone can, again, be a part of that. Um, obviously, you can also have it before or after um, and get the recording um, when, once we go live with it, and you'll be able to see that. We're very excited that Jim is willing to help us in this way. Oh, that's great. That is great. Well, I just I was just contacted this week from someone out in California, and they were talking about the fact that they have um, they've rescued over 500 horses. And uh, wow. and have other animals that they brought in, and so they're kind of looking for some help to take care of all these all of these animals. But uh, trying times for not only horse people, but with all kinds of pets. Through, well, uh, for anyone listening, we've got regional Facebook pages. Just type in capital A, capital C H A, our Certified Horsemanship Association, and they all come up. And you can post on our regional pages or in our main group page and go ahead and let people know that you either have um, volunteers that could come and help that are all horse-related people or that you have um, – we have a lot of members that have access to being able to take your horses in if they need to in an evacuation situation. So please utilize our members around the U.S. and Canada for any help that you might need. Oh, that's great. That is great. Well, because we have a worldwide audience, it's been a couple of years since you've been on. Tell our listeners uh, a little bit about what the Certified Horsemanship Association is and, and some of the things that you offer in addition to what we've just talked about. I sure can. So we're the largest certifying body of equine professionals in um, the in the North America area. So we certify uh, 100% in person. Um, not by video, and we certify primarily horseback riding instructors, and that's not trainers, Jim and Bobby. That's truly horseback riding instructors, so people that teach on school horses primarily. Almost all of our members have lesson horses. And then we also certify the equine professional, so the person that runs the barn, the barn manager um, of large places like universities and colleges that perhaps have a lot of uh, horses, Um, also your dude ranch operations, your trail ride operations, um, those types of programs, your breeding barns, things like that. And then the lesson barn programs, that could be at a camp like a YMCA, Boy Scout, Girl Scout. It can also be at a lesson barn program that's teaching, you know, jumping or whatever the case may be. 
and it will help with your insurance. For those listening, um, we've never gotten less than 10% off for you, and we've gotten as high as 50. So once wow. you get certified, yeah, we can go ahead and help with that. And we also do site accreditations for folks. Uh, come in and accredit your site, again, for facility insurance. So we help on the equine professional liability insurance side and also the facility insurance side. Well, that's a great program, and I know that a lot of times when people are looking for someone to give them riding lessons, if there's a certification that they can can check them out, it's not just Joe Blow down here that's giving lessons out yes. of his backyard. Absolutely, because no, in this country you can hang a shingle, right? There's a lot of shingle hangers, and some of them are pretty good. You know, maybe they've had like an active show record or some sort of a good background, and then others don't even really know. They just feel like they have a nice horse and want to make some money. So, you know, it's definitely kind of a buyer beware situation. So for parents, grandparents, and beginning adults out there that are looking into wanting to start riding, CHA.horse is the website, and um, you just go to find a professional near you, and they all come up based on your zip code or your postal code. And I've tried that. You've got a lot of certified horsemen in uh, the Tennessee area, so visit that. Yeah, it was kind of surprising. So yeah, Middle Tennessee there. State University has hosted our conference before, too, and we might actually go there in 2022. We're hoping. We love the Nashville area. And oh, that's great. And MTSU in Murfreesboro. Yeah, so we might end up doing that as well. That is great. So what else do you have that's going on right now with the Certified Horsemanship Association with the programs that we're not talking about? Well, we normally do 80 certifications a year, and this year we've done 24. So that has been a little bit of a challenge, Um, but, you know, slowly but surely as the states are opening up and the CDC guidelines are getting a little bit easier, we never have more than 10 at a certification, and that tends to be the limit right now. So a lot of them are opening back up, which is great. We'll have eight people that go through the certification and two certifiers that come to do it. So that's actually been working out for us quite well. Um, so I'm sure next year, you know, we'll probably be back up more in the 60 range and hopefully by the year after back up in the 80 range. That's kind of our plan. And in the meantime, lots of webinars. We have a new streaming video service. Our CHA.horse website that you're looking at is brand new because of COVID because guess what? All of my travel stops. I didn't get to go anywhere starting in March, and I'm normally at every single breed association convention. I go oh, no. to Fair Aquatana. Well, nothing. So that gave me time to focus on that project as a project manager for that new website, and we got it done. So, again, there's some good things that come out of this stuff. So we're really proud of that website. It has a ton of education on it for not only the instructor but also the um, lay horse person. So you can get on there and see past magazine articles, um, our streaming videos that are many of them free through our YouTube channel on all different kinds of topics, um, both English and Western writing, trail riding, um, even some driving things. So many, many different things on there about safety with our equine partners. All right. And even radio podcasts. That has been fun. Yes, I I get to do that once a month, um, which has been kind of fun too. So, yes, many, many different things on there to take advantage of and uh, listen to. Some cost money, but many of our um, education is free. That's great. That is great. We're going to take a break. Take a listen to a song by Marianne Kennedy called Horse and Round. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Time to Ride program that you've got going, Christy. So we'll be back in just a minute on Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. 
They can have me 40 hours a week after that I can be found. Hitting the trail with my saddle pail. I can be lost, but then I'm found. When I'm horsing around. Association. And uh, Chrissy, we, we were talking about the Time to Ride program. Tell us a little bit about that. I sure can. So CHA, you know, we're lucky because we're all breed, all disciplines. So we get to partner with everybody in the equine world. So Time to Ride is uh, one of our partners, and they're under the umbrella of the American Horse Council. And they are a program that started um, a few years back now to try to get more people interested in horses and trying to find kind of a clearinghouse place for them to know where to go for events with horses, like horse racing, rodeo shows, for um, taking riding lessons, which, of course, is how Uh we got involved, things like that. And they started off with a challenge where they basically had, you know, Purina and Cargill and Neutrina and a bunch of your uh, pharmaceuticals like Zoetis and things like that, um, donate money to the program to be able to actually give the Lesson Barn program that brought in the most new clients prize money. And they did like a top 10 and a top 20, and people joined that challenge, and that worked out really well. And, of course, a lot of our members were a big part of that because a lot of them teach beginners and have quite a few. So that happened, and now they're really looking at kind of reaching beyond that, not just doing a one-time lesson but truly doing kind of a package because they find that when people stay around and take more than one lesson, they tend to get hooked even more than just taking the one lesson, which is super. And um, access to good school horses, of course, is huge. You know, I think gone are the days when a bunch of us grew up on ranches, and that's how we learned about horses, right? You still have people who do that, but a lot more people, I think, are coming in on the track that I grew up on, which was Southern California. Not a whole lot of uh, access to big ranches there. There were a lot of horses, but they're kind of tucked away, right, in people's backyards and things. And that's how I think a lot of the urban cowboy thing is happening. 
So this Time to Ride program is trying to get into the big cities and let people know that you don't have to drive very far out of your big city in order to go find a fun thing to do on the weekend and take a riding lesson. So it's been a great program to get um, people involved in our industry. How many How many of the folks that are involved in this program are over 40 and how many are maybe in the teenage years? Yes. So, and that's interesting you bring that up. So we find, I'll just start with the professionals first, and then I'll go to the users. So the professionals, um, our membership is actually very unique. So when you go to quarter horse convention or paint horse convention, everybody tends to be older than me, which is weird because I'm middle-aged. And (laughs) it's very interesting to me. Uh, When you go to our international conference in person, which hopefully you can do next year, you'll find that it's a lot of um, people coming straight out of college who are realizing that not only is their degree important, but a certification within our space is also important. And they understand putting seatbelts on. And they understand wearing your helmet. And they understand these things because they were kind of raised that way, whereas the cowboys are like, I don't see why I need a certification. I've been doing this for years which is mm-hmm. okay, too. So we find that a lot of um, instructors are getting younger and younger, and they have wonderful knowledge to share, and they're learning as they go, and they move up our levels as they get more knowledge, and that's been good. And then as far as the teaching side, I'm going to talk this personally about my teaching because I teach writing. Um, I would say that I have a lot of people over the age of 50 that are coming back into the industry, having ridden until they were in their 20s, then they got married, had children, the children weren't into horses, the husband wasn't into horses, so they want to come back to it. And that's been great because we have a sport where you can start riding at any time, any time, as long as you're physically fit and feel like you want to. Isn't it a great sport? Yeah, you don't have to hang up your spurs at, you know, 60. You can keep riding well (laughs) into your 80s and 90s. It's great. Right, right. So I would say it's a large variety of people on both sides, but that just kind of gives you a little bit more information. Right. And uh, and I found that 75% of the people that are riding are probably women. Would, that, would you find that to be true? I would agree with that. And I'll tell you, the way we've been trying to get more boys involved is things like uh, mounted shooting, mounted archery, roping, yeah. It seems like when they get to do something active, boys get really excited. But just going around the arena in circles, they're not really into a lot of them. And going down the trail at the walk, eh, maybe, right? But when they actually get to do, like, um, oh, competitive trail and things that are a little bit more fast and speedy and kind of on the danger side, I think the boys enjoy that concept. Well, I think so, too, but it's always puzzled me with 75% of the people that are riding being women, why 25% of the guys are not taking advantage of that. I know. I agree. And I've got two teenage boys, and you would think that they'd want to do more. This is the first year my 15-year-old son, who just turned 16 and got his license, by the way. That's a little scary for this mother, but... Yeah. He um, just decided to do uh, the games in 4-H this year. So he barrel raced, pole bended, key hold, and did flags. And he quickly realized that in between everyone's run, you get to sit around on your horse and chat with girls. There you go. There you go. (laughs) We're also sitting around on their horses talking to him. So he really enjoyed that part. All right. So that's a big hint for the guys that are listening out there. That's right. Start riding. Get involved. Well, tell (laughs) us about some of the other partnerships that you've got going right now, Christy. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So we believe that there is no such thing as a bad school horse breed. They all make a, we all started on some sort of a breed. Um, so we partner with American Quarter Horse Association. We partner with the American Paint Horse Association. We partner with the Arabian Horse Association. And it's been just wonderful to be able to do these partnerships. If we produce a video um, that has, you know, one of their registered type horses in it, then they promote it on their social media. So it's been just great, those partnerships. And we also, just this week, this is kind of interesting, it was another virtual conference, and I'm glad I got to go because I got a lot of ideas for the one we're going to hold next month, was the Right Horse Initiative. And the Right Horse Initiative falls under ASPCA, and the Right Horse Initiative is basically trying to unify rescue sanctuaries and rehoming facilities for horses so that they um, have good standards. Um, a lot of them are getting site accredited through us and other entities, and that they have good uh, management. So we did a lot of learning about how to run a nonprofit, um, how to get good people on your board, and then ways of how do we get rid of some of the myths about horses that you pick up at rescue? Um, some are true, right, but some are not. There's some good horses out there. And so yeah. we were talking a lot about partnering with, like, universities. Like here in Colorado, we partner with Colorado State University, and there's a couple of uh, Harmony Equine Center and also Colorado Horse Rescue that have horses that come in, and then they'll give them to CSU and for a semester, the students get to work with these animals. And then our instructors, knowing that they've had a semester or two under their belt, are more likely to then adopt these horses, knowing that then if they put a beginner on them, they've had a year's worth of, you know, five days a week of riding. So oh, they yeah. really kind of know more about their background, whereas before our instructors wouldn't go to a rescue because they'd say, well, I don't know the background of this horse. That's not good for risk management. But now that they do with this partnership with Right Horse and things, it's really been good for these horses and uh, horses are going off the shelves kind of like um swimming pools this year and rvs and campers it's, it's a unique <laughs> year people are finding more time and they're adopting horses it's been really good well that's great that is absolutely great well cha is a great uh, organization involved in so how can people do that yes yeah, so We'll talk about both sides. So from the um, horse professional that you either want to get certified, your site accredited, either as a barn manager, or driving instructor, vaulting instructor, or English or Western riding instructor, trail ride operator, anything like that, just go to cha.horse, find our certifications. There's a lot of webinars on there for free that you can kind of see what you're getting into before you pay the money to attend one. And then um, also for those that are listening that are trying to find a barn near them, let's say, to board a horse or to take a lesson or to go on a trail ride for yourself or others, you can also visit our page and find a professional near you. So many different ways to connect with us is just CHA.horse, and we would be pleased to hear from you. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, it's a fantastic organization, and uh, and I think if I were looking for someone to give me writing lessons, I'd be looking for somebody that was certified. And uh, and and you have a you have a great organization. You need to come back and visit with us more often. Well, Gary, I would love to do that. Now that you're going to hopefully be moving to a state next to me, I can come and actually see you. See you. That could be kind of fun too. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> <laughs> I, hadn't, I haven't told anybody that, but yes. But that's that your daughter's how I said it kind of secretive. 
<laughs> that, that would be so we're looking forward to that. We're looking I said it's secretive, so look forward for more information later. You'll be yeah. forthcoming. Yeah. 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 Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well listen, you have been great and we appreciate so much you being with us and we look forward to having you back. We're gonna have to do this more often. We'll just have to do this. Oh, I would love to be on. I just really appreciate everything. And um, for anyone listening, just stay safe out there. Enjoy your horses and be with them because, boy, they bring joy to all of us. So it's a pleasure. It is a pleasure. Christy, thanks so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And right now we want to acknowledge our sponsor, and that is Childer Services, a member of the Vets Bureau. Childer Services out of Cheyenne, Wyoming, has all of your pipe, drill pipe, industrial strength cable, and guardrail to provide sturdy and affordable fencing for farmers and ranchers. If you're building a small corral or an entire feedlot, Childer Services provides competitive pricing and excellent service. You can check them out at pipe dot pipe hyphen cable. I'll get that right in just a minute, Bobby. Pipe-cable.com or call them at 307-256-7058. That's Shoulder Services at Pipe-cable.com. Right now, let's take a listen to a song by Kristen Harris. You'll be familiar with this. It's called Wildfire. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, this 
fun was Jim Jones today and how good was it to talk with Christy uh, what a, what, what, another great show you know they're all just so special <laughs> they're all different but they're all tons and uh, I don't know we've had Jim on so many different times uh, both on the campfire cafe and on the living room sessions and always good to have him and uh, and share his music as a solo artist and also as the cowboy as part of the cowboy trio, but uh, and very interesting always to talk with Christy. So we may have to have her back on more often. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think we'll we'll. I'm going to. I'm um, already pulled up the form. Uh, Out West Shop will definitely donate uh, something or more to that auction. I. I, I love supporting, you know, we just love supporting uh, nonprofits of all kinds, especially during this time. It's, they always need support. But with uh, most all nonprofits not being able to do their normal fundraising, you know, concerts and dinners and uh, fashion shows and, you know, whatever, yeah. they're, they're really, um, it's really tough. So it is uh, when we when we hear of a need, you know, if there's a way that we can help support that, we like to we like to do that. Well, that is fantastic. So what you got going on with that West Shop? I know you've got this heroes thing that you're doing. So what's 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 going yeah. on with that West right now? Well, uh, I spend a lot of time all day long uh, inside our website, uh, updating it and adding new things and retiring things and. Right now, I'm spending a lot of time on the Denali um, uh, blanket collection and also uh, rugs from the America Dakota home collection. The rugs are absolutely amazing. We've always had a few on the website, um, but over the next seven days or so, you'll see significant changes there. You know, both of these companies made in the USA 
the rugs come out of Georgia, and they are they're six sizes, everything from two point uh, two by eight runners up to eight foot circles. They are, um, we even see bands using them on stages, you know, to help with acoustics and such. These rugs are very, very durable and absolutely gorgeous. They think of any home with wood floors, rock fireplaces, exposed beams, um, and they run a full gamut of designs from Western and Southwestern to whimsical to Persian sort of looking. I mean, it's the I can't I can't say enough about them. So um, oh, great. I'm totally revamping that part of our website. So yeah, very excited to be uh, really representing um, Denali blankets and American Dakota rugs. And both of those lines are, are fully in our Hero collection with 20% of a purchase going to the designated beneficiary of the month. And for the month of September. That's KUPR, a local nonprofit radio station here in um, Placidas, New Mexico, and home of the Out West Hour, along with a wide variety of other music genres. And again, just needing fundraising efforts. Oh, that's great. That is great. So Out West, Out West always always has something that's going on, and uh, you, you, you and Jim are really good to be uh, supporting different charities and nonprofit organizations. So I know that every one of those appreciate that. We do too as well. Hey, I want to remind folks that we've got uh, Rendezvous 2020 is coming up. Man, it's just about a month and a half away right now. That's going to be October the 29th through the 31st at the Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee. Three days of trail riding, music concerts, film and documentary shoppers with vendors much much more and you can visit equestrianlegacy.net and click on rendezvous 2020 and find out all about uh, the activities that are going on and also there are ways there on the website for you to make reservations both at circle e guest ranch and our host hotel which is the best Western in Winchester, Tennessee. So be sure and check that out. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to make memories that will last forever. And I expect you make friendships that will last forever as well. So that's at Rendezvous 2020. And then we've got Rendezvous 2021 that we'll be posting more information about a little bit later. But that's going to be next year back at the Circle E Guest Ranch in June. And we're going to be in Canyon in Utah in September. So you can come join us at either of those rendezvous events, rendezvous East, rendezvous West. And uh, we're going to have a great time. And again, great music, great trail riding, great, great shopping, and uh, a lot of great uh, activities to take part in. Always the money that's raised goes to one of the charities. And this year and next year, that will be the Mustang Heritage Foundation's Equine Therapy Program for Veterans. So you can support our veterans with PTSD by coming to Rendezvous and having a great time as well. And then also on the website, you can visit Girl Meets West, and that is a women's retreat. There are two of those in 2021. So you can visit our website there and uh, find out more about Girl Meets West and make reservations for that. So not only, Bobby, do we have great music and 
be guests from the music and horse world, but we also put on events throughout the course of the years. Tons of fun being associated with Equestrian Legacy Radio. So, been a fun, fun day, and you always have such great closing thoughts for us. So, what do you have for us today? I have, for today, I have the heat of autumn is different from the heat of summer. One ripens apples, and the other turns them to cider. (gasps) I like that. I like that. Hey, you know when fall starts? Do you know when fall starts? It's 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 officially what September twenty first or twenty third or something like September <laughs> something September like that. the twenty second. I looked that up this okay. morning. September the twenty second. Next Tuesday starts fall, and I'm telling you, I had to get my jacket out a couple of times already. I don't know about you, but it's. <laughs> It's been kind of chilly. But anyway, a lot of fun today, and we certainly appreciate all of our listeners around the world joining us. And we hope you've enjoyed the show today as much as we have. But right now, we're going to close out this show with a great song from Miss Junie Fisher. It's one called The West. Be sure and be with us on Saturday for a rebroadcast of the Living Room Sessions beginning at noon Central Standard Time. And uh, next week for the Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America. And it all starts at noon right here at EquestrianLegacy.net. Thanks so much for listening. They don't call it Death Valley for nothing. And coyotes don't make a good pet. But when you're living out here with the grizz and the deer, you pretty much take what you get. Oh, the mountains have shoulders like granite. They're big and they make their own rules. So you take what you need, but you better take heed, cause the mountains don't tolerate
wild and she's wide and she's lonesome Where the dream of first blood still survives And she beckons to those who can bid adios To the comfort of eight to five lives So come all you brave caviars Cinch up and reach way down inside Till you're feeling the heat So take a deep seat Cause the West Boy, she ain't broke to ride Oh, the West is as big and as wild and as white As a ride on a comet that's never been tried Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.